Ezra chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments came forward with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals to praise the Lord, according to the directions of David, king of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Father, thank you for the scriptures for every last book of the Bible. And I pray that these two verses would come alive in our spirits today. Animate your word by the power of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments came forward with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals to praise the Lord according to the directions of David, king of Israel. Father, would you lay a foundation again? We see the nation of Israel returning from exile, relaying the foundation of the temple, the dwelling place of God among mankind. And in 1 Corinthians 3, we see that the foundation that is laid today is Jesus Christ himself. And no man can lay any other foundation than that which has been laid. And we are admonished to be careful how we build upon that foundation. But I pray that the foundation among the people of God would be Jesus Christ and Him alone. Our lives are built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ the solid rock we stand, all other ground is shifting sand. Father, forgive us for placing our trust, for building our foundation on something other than your Son. For looking to material things, to our finances, to our careers, or for looking to other people to stabilize us, to give us purpose, to complete us. Forgive us for depending on ourselves, for trusting in our own wisdom, our own strength, our own ingenuity. And I pray that you would restore to us the joy of our salvation, that like the priests and like the Levites, that as the foundation of the Lord is laid, we would come forward with worship and with praise. Help us to not lose sight. Help us to not be so nearsighted that we forget what you have done on our behalf, that you have created us and then pursued us in our rebellion. And while we were rejecting you, Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. And not just through your death, but your resurrection, you give us power over sin, but then power over death itself, that we have the hope of resurrection and your eventual return for your body, your bride, 
the church, that you have gone to prepare a place for us. And that one day we will see your face and you will wipe every tear from our eyes. We will be your people and you will be our God once again in the flesh as it was in the garden. Unbroken fellowship, eternal intimacy between God and mankind. May we reflect on that today. May it produce in us wonder and worship and gratitude. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. And we also lift our voices to you. And we say that you are good. You are all that is right in the world. Everything that is pure and lovely and admirable and worthy of praise that is truthful and noble. It all emanates from your nature. And your steadfast love endures forever toward your people. You are not fickle in your love. You are long-suffering. You are steadfast. Even when we are faithless, you remain faithful. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is your love towards those who fear you. As far as the east is from the west, so far do you remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. And we honor you today for your steadfast love. You are not like us. You are enduring in your love towards us, regardless of our performance, regardless of our moral track record, regardless of our attentiveness towards you. You are steadfast in your love. We fall back into that love today. We rest in your love. And I pray that we would be empowered by your love to love you in return. And when we love you, to obey you. And when we obey you, to see you. And as we see you, the revelation of your steadfast love would overwhelm us all over again. Forgive us for having a diminished view of your love. There is no fear in love. The one who fears has not been perfected by love because fear has to do with punishment. We love because you first loved us. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. And I pray in the same way that when we understand 
the permanence, the immovability of the foundation that has been laid in our souls, the assurance of salvation in Jesus Christ, of reconciliation to the Father, the promise of the restoration of all things in Jesus Christ, that we too would shout with a great shout and praise the Lord at this revelation. And we ask again, Father, for any way that another foundation has been laid in our hearts or has been falsely laid on top of the foundation of Jesus Christ, would we return to that pure and simple devotion to Jesus? Would we be a people who are unadulterated in our love? And in that union today, would we revel would we marvel and would we worship you? In Jesus' name, amen.